0: Welcome to Shelter Church. We are a Holy Spirit-anchored, Spirit-filled, led, and directed. We believe that God has good plans for your life, your family, and together for us as a community. Be Spirit-filled, led, and directed. So we must understand something that God doesn't want us to be in the position whereby we are we forget whom we should worship. I owe to them so god is taking us into this fresh fire that he wants us to dwell in so that we may we may continue to fellowship with him you get you get to understand what i'm talking about as we continue so when god opens heaven he first positions our worship to him not celebrities or human achievements no idols i also to get because he want us to be he want us to be christ conscious not christ centred let me put it in a way that you can understand i also to get christ conscious not Christ centered, but you just put God, Christ as your center God, but you are not conscious of Him. I hold together. So we read in Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 23 to verse 4 Be careful not to forget the covenant of the Lord your God that He made with you. Do not make for yourself an idol in the form of anything that the Lord your God has forbidden. For the Lord your God is a consuming fire, a jealous God. So God is jealous of you and God the way he's jealous of you he will rebuke you because he loves you he will correct you because he loves you he will guide you because he loves you so one, so, 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 so 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 that's how God works number 3 God's love for us is a, like a consuming fire that burns with jealousy towards his creation so God is he is in the plan of making sure that you succeed bazalona that's our god he wants you to succeed. But for you to succeed, you must remember the covenant that you made with him. Because you must understand one thing. When you came to Jesus Christ and you say, Jesus Christ, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior, you made a covenant with him. Because some of you don't know that you made a covenant. So when God comes, he, when you say that then God, what he does, he removes you from your ancestral covenants. The Shed blood that was shed by your forefathers, God removes you, and now He repositioned you to a new covenant that was made by our Lord Jesus Christ with the Father. He connects you with a new altar. He connects you with a new altar. What is that altar? The cross, the altar of the cross, where blood was shed for you so that you can receive a new life in Christ. I hope was alone. Amen. So that's how God works. You will not make any covenant. You will not make any idol. You will not worship any other thing. Nothing shall be above me that than that me. That's what God is saying. Fresh fire. Iconic worship. I had to title the message Iconic Worship. So it can it can, it can, it can really go deeper into our heart. I ought again, so God wants us to really understand that as we come to Him and as you have made a covenant with Him through our Lord Jesus Christ that we must understand that He is the only God that should be magnified in our lives. Listen to this exodus chapter thirty four verse fourteen for you, for you shall worship no other gods, for the Lord whose name is jealous is a jealous God <laughs> I ought to get, so when we come. And we, we, we try to guide you as our brothers and sisters. Sometimes, you know, our guidance can s- s- come as if that we are jealous of you. I. you all together? Can I, can, I, can I tell you something? We are jealous of you. Because the spirit that is in us is the same spirit that is in God. I you all together? So we are jealous of what the, 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 the enemy is trying to destroy in your life. Because the Bible says, for you shall not worship no other God. For the Lord whose name is jealous is a jealous God. And the Bible says, the one who is in you is greater than the one that is in this world. Again, and the Bible says, as he is, we are. I ought to be. So if God lives in you you, 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 you resemble his nature. So when we see people sinning, we are jealous. The jealous that bends in us is the jealous that wants them to come back to the Lord so that they can work for them, for they can come to have a full fellowship with him. Because you wouldn't want them to end in hell. So, when we see that you are starting to idolize some of the things in your life, you can see that the Holy Spirit will reveal that unto us. Even me, I can be in a position where I idolize myself as a as a minister, forgetting the gift that I have. It has been given by God. I hold you again. You must understand, I, I stand every day in the mercy of God to do what I do every day. It's not by might, you nor know, by power. Number one, focus on this point. Worship points us back to the one whom we should praise. Worship points us to the one whom we should praise. So your worship will will always point you to to something. It is either it points you to the world or it points you to the one who has created you. So your worship will tell you what you are worshipping. For you shall not worship no other God altogether. So worship points us back to the one whom we should worship. So you you understand that your lifestyle will point you to what you are worshipping. It, it will resemble in your in your lifestyle, in your private space, your worship. Because you must understand that you are made to be a worshiper. So whatever you do with your acts, you are worshiping God. If you are working in your workspace, you are worshiping God because you are not doing it on your own might, you are doing it through the spirit of the Lord. You are worshiping God. I hope you're hearing what I'm saying, lot Iconic worship, fresh fire, Baselon. verse number two. God covenants with men reminds us whom we should worship. God Covenants, God, covenants with men reminds us whom we should worship. So your covenant with God reminds you whom you should worship. This is the way that God wants you to hear. Because he's building character. Come on, somebody. And, and then he's building the inner man. He wants you to not to, to... He does want you to find yourself being confused as a child of God. Because to whom is given much is required. You can't find yourself way, but you don't know who you are in Christ. You can't find yourself making covenants with unclean spirit, with unclean people. Soul tires that, that, that are not called for your destiny. Because you don't know who you are. Number three, point number three. Idol worship contaminates and violates our relationship with God. Idol worship. I owe to you. All Listen to this. Psalms 103 verse 1 to 5. Bless the Lord, O my soul. All that is within me. Bless the holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Forget not all his benefits. That's where I want you to focus. I owe to you. Forget all, not all his benefits. Who forgives all thy iniquities? Who healeth all thy disease? Who redeems thy life from destruction? Who, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies? Who sanctifies thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles? Listen to this. <laughs> this, this 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 David himself says forget not Forget not all his benefit Why? Because this is the God that 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 this is the God that forgives you of all your iniquities, this is the God that heals you of all your disease forget not forget not the covenant that you've made with the lord jesus christ forget not do not make any idol worship do not make any iconic worship do not find yourself idolizing anything in your life do not find yourself being frustrated of the issues of their life because you, you don't know that you've idolized them remember when every time we are worried about something it's because that's something it has us we don't have it come on somebody Every time when we lose, when we are frustrated, when we go to a mode of evil thought, is because we have, not, we have forgot the one that we worship. Because we are saying, I cannot live without that certain things. You are idolizing that thing. You are worshiping that thing and you are saying to yourself, without that thing I cannot live, my life is over. And that's when the enemy comes with thought of depression, thought of suicidal thoughts altogether. That's how the enemy works. But when we know whom we worship, when we know that our worship goes to him, we, and when we know that we must not be in a point whereby we let anything in our life go above our Messiah, that's when we thrive. Come on, somebody. That's when we move. Because we know that we shall not forget. All the benefit that God has for us. Because it's the same God who has forgiven us of our sins. Come on, someone. When we came to him, it's the same God that continues to heal us of all our diseases. It's the same God that redeems our life from destruction. I hope you hear what I'm saying, Mazzaloa. It's in the way. It's the same God that comes us with loving kindness and tender mercies. He is the same God that satisfies our mouth with good things. It's the same God that renews our youth like an eagle. It is the same God. It is the same God. So God wants you to know that. For you shall worship no other God. For the Lord whose name is Jealous is a Jealous God. That's the word of God. Iconic worship, someone fresh fire. Hallelujah. So God wants us to understand. God is building our integrity and our character. But you must understand something. If you don't know who you are, you will run away from your Goliath. You will run away from your Jezebel, Because you don't know who you are. I hold mm-hmm. But when you know who you are, you know that the, those who are with you are more than those who are with them. You understand there's a fresh fire and you understand within the fire there's a fulfillment. Come on somebody. Sure. You know how to worship God. You know, you, 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 you know how to be like David and wash in the midst of your storms mm-hmm. and your challenges. You know the one who, you, you are not going to find yourself idolizing things and, and giving them power in your life. You know how to, to, to change the situation with your worship because you know the one that you worship. 1 mm-hmm. Corinthians chapter 10 verse 14. Listen to this. And therefore, my beloved, run. <laughs> Can you hear it? My beloved. My beloved. After Jesus Christ was baptized with the Holy Spirit and fire, what did the Lord, what did, what did our God say? He says, "This is my son, my beloved." My beloved, do you know that you are, the, you are the beloved of God? Therefore, my beloved, run, keep far, far away from any sort of idolatry that includes loving anything more than God or, or participating in anything that leads to sin and enslaves the soul. I just want you to really sink in your heart. For enslaves what the? Soul. Anything that leads to sin and enslaves what they soul. So your soul can be enslaved. <laughs> I ought to get. It. Your soul can be enslaved with the spirit of alcohol. Your soul can be enslaved with the spirit of perversion. Your soul can be enslaved with the spirit of lust. I ought to get it. why because you don't know how to run far, far away from adultery and and, 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 and anything that, 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 that includes loving anything more than God. You don't know how to run away you 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 find yourself accommodating things that you know these things are really hindering my spiritual life. You don't know how to run away. you go to meetings that you're not supposed to go to because you don't know how to pray for anything that 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 comes not every opportunity that comes in your life it, it was brought by God by No. not every not every opportunity that comes to your life that's brought by God. Let me continue focus. We are required to run from idols and adultery. We are encouraged to uphold God's covenant because he will always forever uphold his covenant. Come on, somebody. When we abide in him, we pursue the integrity of pure heart and love and we shall see God. When we abide in him. So we are encouraged to do what? To run away far and far away from any adultery. Or anything that includes loving anything more than God. And participating in anything that leads to sin and enslaves our soul. Matthew chapter 5 verse 8. Blessed, anticipating God's presence, spiritually and mature, are the pure in heart. Those with integrity, moral courage, low godly, I mean character, for they will see God. So God is in the business of of, of building our inner man. He wants us to grow Bazaluani. He's taking us to deeper things. But for, for him to take us to deeper, he must purify us with his fire. And and he was, and and they were baptized by the Holy Spirit and the fire. So after you are baptized by the Holy Spirit, you will need the fire of the Lord. The fire of the Lord, what what, what does the fire of the Lord does? It removes things that are not supposed to be in your life. It removes friendships that are not supposed to be in your life. It removes uh, uh, that, uh, uh, certain elements of pride in your life that not, are not supposed to be there. It removes every low self-esteem. What it does, it puts confidence in you. It puts the spirit of bonus in you. The Bible says the, the righteousness are like a, a bold lion. And the wicked run even though they are not chased. When you stand behind in front of men, you are not standing because of your, your mendels. No, you are standing there because you know the spirit of the Lord is there with you. Blessed and anticipating God's presence spiritually mature are the pure in heart. Those with integrity, come on, moral courage and godly character, for they will see God. So when you continue to walk in Him, you will see God. When you continue to abide in Him and pursue the, the integrity of a pure heart and love, you will see God. Amen. That's how we talk about worship. That's the worship of God, not the iconic worship of the world. I hope you good, I hope you good. Exodus chapter 32, verse 31 to 32. Exodus chapter 32, verse 31 to 32. So Moses returned to the Lord and said, Oh, these people have committed a great sin against you and have made themselves a God of gold. Yet now, if you will forgive their sin, and if you not, please blot me out of your book, which you have written and kill me. <laughs> this Moses pleading for the children of Israel because he knew the wrath of God. He was spending time with God. He will experience the wrath of God before they have to experience it. Because every time when God will judge the children of Israel, he will judge Moses first, Buzalelah. So you must understand something. When we stand in front of you and teach the word of God, we cannot try to sugarcane this word. We must preach it the way it is. Because if I don't, I'm going to account. Because I don't know what God is trying to deal in your life. I don't know what demons the Lord is want to deal in your life. I hold together. It must be on your account for not repenting, but not on my account. I will preach the truth, and the truth will set you free. So here is Moses pleading with God. Oh Lord, please, here are your people. Here are your my 2,000. Barcelona. They are parting, they are clapping, God. Have mercy upon them. Open their ears to hear your word. Purify their eyes to see what you are doing in your life. I hold together. Here is Moses praying. He goes to your point and says, oh, 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 oh read me. He says, says, oh, please blot me out of your book which you have written and kill me. I hope you again. So why God is concerned with us? This Moses, God is concerned with our spiritual being, Muslim. God understands the bigger picture of what is happening in the world than what we comprehend with our own mind. Number one, when we fall into sin and in adultery, we provoke God's wrath and delay God's places in our lives. When we fall into sin, and our daughter, we provoke us, and delete God's place in our lives. Do not be deceived, because some of you don't understand grace. This is what Paul says. Paul says, "For should we continue to sin, because we have grace?" And Paul says, "No." I Because Paul knew, understood that grace. It helps us to. it empowers us to be delivered from sinful nature. It does not encourage us to dwell in it so that we can go back to the cross and say, Lord, forgive me. I hold get." Paul continues to write in the book of Corinthians, says, whoever sins, sins against his body. I hold get. Whoever sins. Remember, every time I want to understand something. Sin is a form of worship, Bazzalone. Sin is a form of what? Worship. Because some of you don't know. Every time when you go to something, it's because you are worshiping it. You are giving it, you are giving yourself to that thing. You are worshiping it. Whether it may be depression, whether it may be social media, whatever that takes your time, whatever that takes your 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 your, your purpose, whatever that takes you out of you spending time in what God has called you to do. It is sin. Because God wants you to be a man who's gonna do well in business, God wants you to be a man who's gonna do well in. In, in, in ministry, God wants you to do, to do well in, in whatever that he has called you to be. So he's going to be jealous of anything that steals your time. Amen. He wants you to finish well. He wants you to have a covenant with him. He doesn't want you to go to altars that are wicked so that you can succeed because you don't want to have a holy relationship with him. Second, point number two. For God to bless us in our sin will value his holiness and righteousness. God will never do that, Barcelona. for God to bless us in our sin who will validate his holiness and righteousness. Because God is not a man that he should lie. God is not a man that he should lie. I So every time when you see, that's why when you read the book of, of Proverbs, it says do not envy those who are wealthy because you don't know how they get their wealth. So as a child of God, you can't find yourself whereby you are mingling and making covenants with people because you want to be associated or because you want to be like, or because you want to attain certain things. Be aware. Because you want things to happen, not knowing that you are making covenants that are unclean. How can you eat from the table of the Lord and still eat from the table of demons? Hmm. How can you? It's scripture... So, it will be validating his holiness and righteousness. But even the enemy can bless. He came to Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 4 and says, If you worship me, I can give you all this. Hey, come on, worship, it is worship. He says, If you can worship me and bow unto me, I can give you everything. Matthew chapter 4, go and check it out. If you worship me, so even the enemy can bless. Verse three, God is merciful, but He is not a man that He should lie. He is merciful, but He's not a man that He should, he should lie. So Moses here, he was pleading for God's mercy, but eventually God gave them mercy, but others didn't escape God's wrath. I ought to get why you must understand the thing that made the children of Israel not to enter Canaan, the thing that made them not to enter into Canaan, it was because some of them were disobedient. They were fighting with God. They were wrestling with God. They were pursuing, they were persecuting the works of the Lord rather than worshipping and submitting to His work. You must understand, we live in a generation of you know, the first people who persecute the body of Christ is us Christians. It's not the worldly people. We persecute our prophets, we persecute our pastors, we, we persecute. Because we don't know who we are in Christ. We are the first people. We are the first people. But we will go to an event and help a worldly event to succeed. But we can't help a conference of a certain mega church that is gonna win source to God and to uplift it. Sure. We can share about Gwanka, but we cannot share about a meeting of a gathering of believers. God is merciful, but he is not a man that he should lie. So you must understand, when God is calling us, there's a fresh fire that is coming. Things will change, I'm telling you, in South Africa. And those who are really positioned in him, they will reap the fruit. Because don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. Listen to this. Eh? Psalms 1:, Psalms one nine nine, verse 1 to 8. You are blessed when you stay on course. <laughs> you are blessed when you do what? Stay on course, walking steadily on the road revealed by God. You are blessed when you stay on course. You are blessed when you follow His direction, doing your best to find Him. Doing what your best to find Him. So every time when we are in pursuit, we are not in pursuing Him. We are not pursuing God with His with, with our own might or our own perfection. No, no, no. We are led by the Holy Spirit. We are doing our level best to pursue Him. Amen. We are putting on our all energy, like we are saying, Lord, we, mm-hmm. with all our strength, our all intelligence, we, we pursue You. Whatever resources that You have given unto us, help us to pursue You. That the right, listen to it. That's right. And you don't go. That is right. You don't go off on your own. There's something that I messed up there, ne? You walk straight along the road He set. You God prescribed the right way to live. Now you expect us to live in it. That's God. I all together. He prescribed the right way to live and now He expects you and me to live in it. Oh, that my steps may be steady, keeping to the course you set. Then never have any that that then I didn't have any regrets in comparing my life with your counsel. I thank you for speaking straight from your heart. I learned the pattern of your righteous ways. I'm going to do what you tell me to do. Don't ever walk off and leave me. Mm-hmm. That's the word of God. It is a prayer itself, this verse, this chapter. All together. So God wants us to do the level best. God also wants us to, to really learn the patterns of his righteousness ways. Mm-hmm. That's our God. He wants us to understand what he is calling us to do, Basil, Lord. I hope you get what I'm saying. God is taking us to a place whereby it does not need the human eyes to really perceive it. God will never give us the whole person. You know, I really want to understand Where, where are you going with Shilatachi? He can't. He wants you to have obedience. He will give you puzzle by puzzle. You, you, if you want to see the whole picture, you, you, you are walking in impatience. But you, want, you must have patience and say, Lord, I pray, Lord, continue to show me what you're doing here. Continue to take me deeper into the vision. Give me patience. Continue to give me the power to overcome anything that's going to hinder me to walk in what you have planted me to in, Masala. That's what we call you walking in the counsel of the Lord. Working in the counsel of the, the Lord. I hope I'll you Second Chronicles, chapter 16, verse 9. For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. Whose hearts are fully committed to him. You have done a foolish thing. From now on, you will be at war. All together. Ne? But that's not for you. why Why? What that sentence That's for you. I can't you have not done a foolish, a foolish thing. If you have done a foolish thing, this mercy. <laughs> Do not be like Saul. Repent. I ought to get. For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to Him. Mm. So if your heart is fully committed to Him, He will strengthen you. Amen. I ought to get. Sometimes when you feel discouragement, it's because uh, the enemy knows there's something that God is about to break in your life. Because some of us we are so longing for tangible blessings. But we're talking about spiritual blessings that are building the physical realm that you are seeing. First point, God has many wonderful blessings and promises he desires to pour out and fulfill in our lives. That's God. God has wonderful blessings, but he wants to reposition our fellowship with him. Number two, God won't and will not pour out his treasures on people whose hearts are not completely devoted and rooted to him. He will not. I'm talking about spiritual blessings here, I'm talking about blessings that go from generation to generation. The Bible says, every time when a generation will worship him, every time when a king will worship God in the book of kings, the Lord will bless the king and the generation and his people. So when we are a generation that know that we are are the royal priesthood, a chosen generation, that we are called to be priests and kings. Come on, somebody. You cannot be a king without the Lord Jesus Christ. You cannot. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, and every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is the king of kings, the lord of lords. He is the king of kings and the lord of lords. He rules over all kingdoms. Mm -hmm. God won't and will not pour out his treasures on people whose hearts are not completely devoted and rooted in him. Number three, God will never forsake those who seek him. God will never what forsake those who seek Him. He will provide for our financial, relational, and physical, spiritual needs. So when we come to God and when we worship Him, these are the things that we expect Him from Him. I all get Philippians chapter four verse nineteen. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of His glory in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. So we must not be a people where we deviate. Why we run away from what God has given us? Because some of us, we quit when our breakthrough is here. You quit praying, you quit um, trusting God, you lose but your breakthrough is around the corner. You get discouraged. I to get, But the Lord today, He wants to encourage you that hey, I want to reposition your worship. I'm walking in your worship. I want to destroy idols that have been operating in your forefathers. I want to destroy altars that have been operating against you. Whether they are territorial, whether they are environmental, whether they are in your feminine lineage, I am destroying every idol that has been speaking above me in your life. I want you to raise up the altar of the cross in your life. There's an altar for the Lord. That, the, that God wants us to worship. And that altar is the altar of the cross, Bazalon, mm. where his blood was shed for our own sins. He is the only one who deserves worship. I want to read this again. God will never forsake those who seek him. He will never. I don't know what you're going through, but I'm here to remind you, when you reposition worship your worship him, to him, when you say, you know what, I will never let the Lord be a burden in my life. When you say, no, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm not going I'm, to I'm, I'm be discouraged. Yes, I, I've fallen short of his grace. But I want to run to my father like the prodigal son did. That's our God, Pastor Lord. That's our God. Listen to this. Listen to this. Now it shall be, if you diligently listen to and obey the voice of the Lord your God. I want you to hear that. Now it shall be, if you diligently listen to and obey the voice of the Lord your God. Can I tell you something, Basil? Can we just pause there? May? For God to give us the Holy Spirit, he knew that we cannot do it on our own. All together. The Jews and the Pharisees, they had the law. They could not attain the law because the law cannot be attained by might, nor by power, but only by the Spirit of the, the Lord. Paul says, for the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. These letters, these scrolls that we read to you, this way that we read to you is only brought to life by the Holy Spirit. That's why as a church we understand the importance of being anchored by the Holy Spirit. We understand the power of resurrection, the power of Pentecostal, Bazzalot. It was through the resurrection that God was able to, to, to bring forth his blessing to us. Before the resurrection, we could not attain the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can only live in Him who was the Christ. Now it says, Now it shall be if you diligently listen to and obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all His commandments, which I am commanding you to do today. That you let God reposition your worship, that you forsake your idols and you forsake your adulteries, that you start to say, God, be the center, be the one on my throne. For the kingdom of God is within you. And if the kingdom of God is within you, who is sitting on the throne? Are you sitting on the throne or is Jesus Christ sitting on the throne? Be careful to do all his command, which I am commanding you you to do today. The Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. And all these things, all these blessings will come upon you, overtake you if you pay attention to the voice of the Lord your God. The word of God reminds us the word of God is there to do what? To teach us, to rebuke us, to correct us, and to train us into righteousness. So every time when we hear the word and we hear God says, Hey, there are things in your life that I want to remove. There are things in your life that are taking my attention. We must be a people that are ready to repent and say, Lord, we're going to be diligently and listen to you and obey your voice. And Lord, we're going to repent. You must be in a position whereby your heart is ready to repent. And say, Lord, I repent for idolizing my money, my success, my wife, my man, my marriage, my status, whatsoever that you, are, you have been idolizing in your life. My boss, I'm, 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 I, I repent for fearing my boss, for fearing to lose what I, I, I thought it, it, it makes life, it, it's going to make my life min, uh, meaningful. I repent, but I choose to let my worship ooh, to be for you. I choose to render my hearts, my heart and not my garment, I choose to place my worship where it's supposed to be. Mm. I choose to repent. Why? Because I know if I do this, there are blessings coming. I'm not going to be deceived by the pressure of this world. I'm not going to be deceived by peer pressure from friends for keeping up with them. God, you will reach the place that God wants you to reach at the right time. Because he says in his word, at the right time, I will make it happen. Now it shall be if you diligently listen to and obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments which I am commanding you today. The Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. And all these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you pay attention to the voice of the Lord your God, says the Lord. So when we pay attention, the Lord is willing to work in our heart. Salvation is not something that has to be achieved. There's no point where you say, I have arrived into my maturity as a child of God. We learn every day. The Bible says we go from glory to glory. glory. Not something that you say, I've arrived. You know, I've been saving the Lord. Mm. I've graduated. I want us to focus on this prayer, Basalani. I hope you have stand up. I want us to really to pray and ask the Holy Spirit. <coughs> May. We're going to go through three. these three points and pray. I hope you are standing, Basalani Wherever you are standing, or raise up your heart, humble yourself, Baselati, and then say, Lord, as we're going to be praying, Lord, work in our hearts. We come to your throne of grace and mercy and, and say, Lord, whatsoever that we've been idolizing, whatsoever iconic worship that we've been embracing in our life, mm-hmm. Lord, we repent today and we ask of your Holy Spirit to help us. Mm-hmm. We come into his throne of grace and say, Lord, help us because with our own human strength, we cannot do it. Mm-hmm. Are we ready to pray? Yes. Open up your mics if you can. Basla. Are we ready to pray? Amen. Tibazani, can you please open your mics? Basla. Let us Amen. work in this place. Amen. We're going to start with our first prayer point And say, Holy Spirit, help me to diligently listen. And obey the voice of the Lord. By God, in Jesus' name. Can we pray? Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus I Christ. I thank you for your I grace. Thank you, thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your love. Holy Spirit, God help, God help me to, to me diligently listen. And obey the voice of the Lord, Lord my God, in Jesus' name, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for teaching me to be diligent. I thank you for teaching me to be diligently to listen and to obey your voice, oh, the voice of the Lord my God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Holy Spirit. I thank you that you are working in my heart. I thank you that you are working in my spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus In the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus. Walk in my heart, Holy Spirit. Help me to diligently listen and obey the voice of the Lord my God, in Jesus' name, we're going to go to our, third, third, uh, our second prayer point. Are we ready, Basalon? Holy, Holy Spirit, I ask that you help me Spirit, to walk in holiness, work the righteousness of God in Christ, Christ, in the mighty name of Jesus. Because, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your spirit that is helping me to walk in the nature that you have for me in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, I ask that you help me to walk in holiness and the righteousness of God in Christ in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for your prayer. We thank you for your Holy Spirit that is helping us, that is guiding us in the name of Jesus Christ. Let this way, Lord, deliver, restore your children in the mighty name of Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I ask that you help me to walk in holiness amen. and the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen, amen. Can you, uh, amen, amen. Can we move to our third, our, 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 our third prayer point? Amen. Our third prayer point. In the name of Jesus Christ, we are praying right now. Hallelujah. Amen. amen. We're going to say, Holy Spirit, Holy teach, me teach me to worship Christ in the Father and in the truth and in spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Can we pray, Basil? Come on, sorry, sorry, let's pray, let's pray. Holy Spirit, teach me to worship Christ in the Father, in truth, and in spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Holy Spirit, for this prayers. in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, teach me to worship Christ in the Father, in truth, and in spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, thank you that you are ordering my steps. Thank you that you are teaching me, in the name of Jesus Christ, to worship Christ in the Father, in truth, and in spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Can we clap hands for Jesus? Christ? Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Amen. You can do better. Come on. Amen. Come on. Yeah. So I want you to realize this something. That we we have only one icon to worship and praise in Christ, the Father, and His name is. Jesus. Come on, I can't hear you, Bazola. And His name is Jesus. Is Jesus. So we have only one icon to worship and praise in Christ, the Father, and His name is Jesus. Thank you for listening to our church podcast. We believe and have faith that you are delivered, healed, and transformed into the likeness of God in Christ. For more ways to partner with us, do contact us via our church email, give directly into our PayPal link, or visit our church website. We love you and be blessed.